When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. SEN Summer Brekkie here Thursday, the 1st of February. SEN 11.70am, Trent Copeland and Michael Karianis with you this morning. In the chairs for Vossi and Brandy, the boys are back Monday, February 12. We've had Joel and Fletch return. Matty White is back and Jimmy Smith also back on SEN, the home of sport. We're going to talk cricket with Jared Waitley soon, but we had some uh, mm. interesting opinion yeah. On your Vossioki choice on the text line, well, 0457 736 736. Um, I'm thinking we might push for Vossi and Brandy to make One Direction their new leading song. What do you think <laughs> after some of this feedback here? MC, way too many, cre- way too creepy, bro. How many SEN listeners do you think listen to these Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles, come on. This guy's dead set rank from the Western Sydney Eagle. Enough is enough, please. From Dan. Yeah, well, it, it is his birthday. We were doing it in honor of his birthday. Uh, I wonder if Jared Waitley is a fan of One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we ask him. We've got some uh, great footage and audio of Jared throughout the test summer. Stark over the wicket bowls. Hamza fins, pops it up. Smith, yes! Australia win the Boxing Day test in extra time on day four. Jamal's expensive in his first over. He is back and at Mitch Marsh. He's driving. He's dropped. Oh, no. oh he's dropped. The fellow <laughs> Shafiq has dropped an absolute soda and not for the first time it slipped. Oh, my goodness me. To Warner. He's covering up. He's struck in front. No sense of theatre from the DRS. Dave Warner is out for 57. His work for Australia in Test cricket is done. He lets fly. Hazel's bold. Shamar Joseph has bowled the West Indies to the most romantic of victories. And one of the truly great upsets in Test cricket history. The voice of summer on SEN, Jared Waitley, is with us this morning. Jared, that must bring back some nice memories. Good morning. Trent, hello. It was it was a much better summer than we feared. Oh, I reckon we all lived that in the corridors, delighted by some competitive cricket. And then truly astonishing at the end, that West Indies chapter will, will live with us for many a year to see a, a single player 
shape a test match and conjure a result like that. Um, uh, just remarkable to, to witness. Yeah, theatre, emotion, uh, the story, it was one of those things where I'm sure you were the same, Jared, being at the ground. It was one of those moments in time in a player's career, but also in the significance of test cricket. But one of those last night as well, and in terms of people with their words, it doesn't come much bigger than Jared Waitley in terms of the significance, but Mitch Marsh in his acceptance speech last night, it was hilarious. It was emotional. It was tuned into his family, but it was also accepting the biggest award in Australian cricket, Mitchell Marsh. What did you make of it? Oh, I think, I'm a bit fat at times and I love a beer is instantly <laughs> iconic. It'll last well beyond the first wave of memes and gifts. It's almost a way of life, isn't it? I can see T-shirts <laughs> and bumper stickers. It'll endlessly be quoted around drip trays and cricket clubs. I tell you, I especially like the next sentence, which won't be played as on all the rest of the sentence. But you see the best in me always and you've changed my life. Yeah. And I think I don't, think I can remember a clearer expression of gratitude publicly well beyond sport. Find yourself someone who sees the best in you always and they'll change your life. That was the reference to Pat Cummins and Andrew McDonald. Uh, what a what a remarkable comeback story this is from Marsh. A wholehearted cricketer who really was always everything that we love in our sports people. He's humble and self-deprecating. He's got a larrikin streak. He loves his family and nothing more than playing for his country. But he was given a torrid time in his striving to become the player that he wanted to be. It looked like that that dream would never quite be realised in Test cricket. And then one innings changes the course of everything at Headingley. And there he is last night. What a, what a great sentiment is. I hope we don't look back in three years' time like COVID and go, well, that was a bit weird. Um, brilliant. Just a brilliant acknowledgement of what he's been able to do. Uh, and I'm so admiring of all the slings and arrows that he was able to move through. And now he's, when he, the way he's hitting the ball over the past eight months uh, is probably superior to anybody else in cricket around the world. We've been talking about that speech and, and reminiscing on, um, some of the great all-time acceptance speeches. Do any spring to your mind? I can't think of one just quite so from the heart as that. There have been, um, probably like all of us, Michael, we've all been in rooms for these things and we've seen various telecasts, but not many leave a true imprint. Mm. And I know gr great speeches are collected um, and there aren't terribly many in sport. I, I, I must, uh, off the just having had a quick think about that, and I, this is where we were always in great hands with our SEN audience, I can't think of a better one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I, my mind goes to the chat during the Ashes where he's said things like, I'm the only person ever on a holiday to score a <laughs> Test 100 in an Ashes series. You know, the, the press conference in, I think it was 2019, where he talked about, you know, most people in Australia hate me, but I love this baggie and hopefully I'll win them over one day. You know, this is a story that's built mm. up to this moment. And that's what we love about athletes, about sport, is following the ups and the downs. And it's why it's of such great significance. Jared, just on the West Indies and Shamar Joseph, there were questions this week around, A, Australia's top order, but B, uh, from SEN's own Tim Payne, on whether we were cheering too hard for the West Indies in that moment. I'm interested in your opinion. Having called the final moment of that test match, did you find yourself in the chair thinking... Gee, I hope this actually happens. And I must... So 
there were three possibilities and all of them were equally entrancing. Um, Smith with a century for the winning runs, a tie, which was probably, if you'd, if you'd said to me in my heart, what were you hoping for? I would have said a tie yep. because of all, all that, um, all the historical nods in there or Shamal Joseph bowling the West Indies to win. So uh, I didn't find myself actively barracking for the West Indies, but I, I think yep. there is a, I think there's a nuance uh, and the nuance is, I think most people were barracking for test cricket um, rather than against Australia and for the West Indies. Australia does so much winning in test cricket that it's almost transposable. There's plenty to go around. The West Indies do no winning like this in test cricket. And if you are one who fears a little bit for the direction of the evolution, and it was very legitimate to fear and probably still is for yeah. the West Indies involvement in test cricket in the future, that's what was, that felt like what was at stake. So it was grander than just the next Australian test win. So yep. I, yeah, I, well, um, that, that's a very personal sentiment from Tim. I actually don't think that's what was going on. Mate. And in a couple of days, you're off to Vegas. Yes. Super yes. Bowl 49ers V chiefs. Um, how excited are you for that? And can we get a tip out of you? I am super excited. Um, I'm I've never been to Vegas. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, it wouldn't be a shock to anybody if I confess that I don't really see myself as a Vegas guy. <laughs> so it's a big adventure. There's something for everyone there. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll take your word for it, and I'll be a bit the wiser in two weeks' time. And I know in in America there was this sort of initial blowback to the matchup. It, this is the best matchup. Yeah. This is the the best team of the generation against the best team of the year. They met in a Super Bowl that I was fortunate enough to call in Miami, and it was it was absolutely brilliant and demanded a rematch. And that rematch comes. Um, if there's fatigue around a great team, I've never bought into that sort of stuff. Oh, golf was better than when Tiger Woods was winning. Tennis was at its best when Roger Federer was winning. Is the Chiefs are a brilliant team to watch? They're so entertaining. They have the best player in that game in Patrick Mahomes, the 49ers, it's a while since they have actually been successful. So they're one of the storied franchises, but the last two Super Bowls they've made, uh, they've lost. So their, their history, their successes date back to the eighties and the nineties and they crave it desperately. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's a brilliant matchup. It's probably the best matchup that was on offer. The buildup would have been different with the romance of the Detroit Lions. And I totally get that. But I think for the purity of the match itself, it's absolutely stacked. And all I've learned is um, I don't pick against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So well, that's that's what I know about the Chiefs. Are you talking 49ers fan here? And I'm hoping that the Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant story yeah. just keeps on going. You're going to be over there. You're calling it for SEN. I'm very jealous. One day I'll get there with you. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, have a great time. And thanks for your time this morning. Trent, Michael, terrific. Thanks.